Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Yes, we're back for hour number two. And uh, let me, uh, I forget what they call this thing, but the gavel and I think the sound blocker. And we'll uh, reconvene this meeting of the Club for Common Sense, promising you on this beautiful Friday, January 19th, 2024, that uh, we will provide a sanctuary of sanity here on the Club for Common Sense. And we will honor the veterans who made this country great in their service and in their lives. John Boyanowski of DuPont, Leo Monteforte of Pittston, Joseph Lent, late of Utah, originally from Honesdale, and Earl Lewan of Peckville. We honor them today. So uh, my friend Mark Mayer tells me, He's got a Chaminade-quality athlete by the name of uh, John Motion listening out in Nebraska. John, we welcome you. And uh, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're anything like our guy Mark Mayer, we love you. <laughs> by the way, Mark sends this thing from the Washington Post. Okay, I, I, So take it with a grain of salt. Exploration expeditions uh, report that scarcely any ice has been met as far as 81 degrees, 29 minutes. This is in the Arctic. Within a few years, it is predicted that due to the ice melt, the sea will rise and make coastal cities, most coastal cities, uninhabitable. This is from an Associated Press report published in the Washington Post Here's the kicker on November 2nd, 1922. <laughs> so the Davos crowd, <laughs> they, they hadn't discovered how to punish us with this information yet. But, <laughs> I, it, you know, it is just so asinine. The crap that the Davos crowd, the Democrat Party, are trying to shove up our butts. It's unbelievable. It's truly unreal. And they've been doing it forever, I told you. Think of the ozone layer. You're all going to be burned to a crisp. Population explosion. 
When there were 3 billion people, now there's 8. We were all going to starve. So we're going to burn, we're going to starve, and we're going to have no oil. Those are the three predictions from the Davos people. They're always wrong. They're not wrong sometimes. They're always wrong. And then we listen. And enough people listen, and an entire political party in the United States of America is devoted to their insanity. You heard it. The w, and When I played the, uh, the clip from the head of the Heritage Foundation, can't even say what a man or a woman is, and the, the World Health Organization has adopted it. Less than half of the people on the committee that's supposedly going to determine these issues, first of all, there's a bunch of uh, transsexual activists on this panel, Only half of the panel has any medical experience or knowledge whatsoever. And they're going to say what should happen to your kids. Now, somebody else points out, that's right. I forgot about acid rain. We were going to be scalded each time it rained. Your awnings were going to get burned. Your grass was going to get singed. Every time it rained. I forgot about acid rain. Thank you. Our listeners, you guys are always on top of it. So, (laughs) you just can't make up what these fools are doing. By the way, another friend of my brother Mike's, Bill Scone, is on the, he's on the, uh, team here. He's, he's, he's listening. LTS at you guys. That's, that's love the show. We, and that, when I say love the show, I mean you too. So John motion, our new listeners, this is a very large and growing dysfunctional family. We've even got left wingers listening. We've got tons of Democrats, but they're mostly normal. They're not lunatics. And they're starting to get it, or they're getting it, the fact that the Democrat Party has left them. I was a Democrat. I ran as a Democrat for U.S. Congress. By the way, I found out, like, <laughs> the leadership of the Democrat Party in Lackawanna County in, uh, in particular, well, they're up for you if they're up for you. It's not they're up for you because you're a Democrat, But when they're running, they tell you, hey, we're Democrats. (laughs) Rally around the party. (laughs) Not if you're not one of the gang. Oh, funny, funny people. Angelutes from uh, Madisonville. How are you, Angelo? Uh, Living the dream up here. It's coming down. He got to the town base with the snow, Kavish. Yeah, but that's a, but that's a, it must be beautiful in Madisonville. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, listening to you, me and my wife are marching around the house. We're saluting the flag. We're <laughs> to run outside with the flag. LTS to you, buddy. What LTS a great show. back at you. I'm oh, in a lather yeah. today. I got going about this Davos thing, and my friend Timmy Mack keeps sending me stuff. And I am just I, these insane people who are trying to dominate and control free people, and they don't like free people. In, yeah, exactly. They don't I got like something us. for them. You know what I want to say to them? 
Here's what I want to say. <laughs> Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Watch your heads. What a bunch of dogs. I, you, you think you're lathered up. Oh, my God. My dog went two more laps around the property. That's how lathered up I am. <laughs> the poor dog's looking at me like, "Are you? I know you're half nuts, but you're ridiculous. Let's get in the house." You know, <laughs> unbelievable. Hey, Bob. You know. You know what I think? I think the ones that are going to benefit from open borders are the people that are coming. That's who's going to benefit. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'll I'll say this, Angelo. I will take 90% of those people just, and I mean with complete comfort and say, if they were allowed into this country the right way and they had to take the citizenship test and they had to go through the process would be incredible Americans. And the second thing I'll say is we need immigration. And, and, and then unfortunately they're coming in getting a gift bag through these NGOs like Catholic Social Services, and they they don't have any concept of what it is to be an American. They don't know what our freedoms mean, and they're, they're being cultivated to be the sheep of the next generation for the Davos class, for the Democrat Party. Yeah, how could you disagree with that? I was, I was at uh, uh, Jonestown. I, I went with a buddy of mine to pick up a couple cars. He was a, a car lot dealer. I'm standing. Where? In, in Guyana? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you're that, still alive. In other words, you didn't drink program, the Kool-Aid. Buddy. Yeah, no, no, no. This is a <laughs> people forget, by the way, Angelo. People forget that's where the saying comes from. I know. <laughs> Drinking the Kool-Aid comes from <laughs> yeah, Jim I, Jones. I, I, I'll tell you, like, I was there. There was only, like, two feet of, of shade, right? So it's summertime, and I got a little beard going, and I get a great tan. You know what I mean? So I'm up against there, right? And and a guy comes up to me, and, uh, you know, obviously from another country, and, he, you know, I don't know what language he, he was saying. I looked at him and said, no comprende, senor. No comprende. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were one of us. So he <laughs> walks away. And you know what my buddy tells me? He says, you know, you should try. Go on the other side of the border and walk in and see what they do to you. I said, I said no, thanks. I don't want to get shot, buddy. He said, I told you you should have shaved. I told you you should have shaved. You know, like he's busting me all the way back. From Jonestown, Pennsylvania, well, that's around close to Allentown, you know? Listen. And, uh, uh, I never lived it down. I never uh, lived it down. And, Angelo, the people coming across, again, I would I would bet my life that 90% of them could be great Americans if they're acculturated into what America is, its founding, its principles. And Me I will too. also I guarantee on no the other side of the 10 million that came in, it is an absolute guarantee that at least, and I will bet more, 1% are criminals and terrorists. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's 100,000 people. That's spread throughout the United States. And if they thought the open border was such a good thing, would they be sneaking them in to this country? 
<laughs> no, they'd be proudly saying, hey, we got more. Hey, 300,000 came across this month. They'd be bragging about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, make sure you vote for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is get a driver's license and you could vote. That's in Pennsylvania. That's in a lot of other states. Angelo, always my pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, LTS, buddy. Well, enjoy the day. show. LTS back at you. Enjoy and, and enjoy the snow. Pat from West Wyoming, how are you? Um, not too good after watching that Davis thing on TV last night. Those antics were pure insanity. Did, are you and, talking about the, the, the shaman or whatever she was blowing yeah, on these people? Yeah, with the red face. <laughs> yeah. Hitting on everybody's forehead. All I can say is you Democrats who still have a functioning brain, it's time to jump ship over this party's complete control and insanity led by a man who can't even find his way off a stage. You call us a cult? No, you are a cult of complete destruction to America. And that's my thought for today. <laughs> I love it, Pat. Thank you, my darling. Always okay. our pleasure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're all fired up here today. Well, look at <laughs> We should be. We're faced with pure insanity. We're faced with people telling us upside down is upside right. We're faced with people telling us that their policies are good for America when we're watching the destruction. By the way, Joe from Edwardsville texts in, acid rain was a real measurable thing caused by burning coal and gasoline. But technology was developed to remove the acid gases from the power plant exhaust. They're called scrubbers. And the car exhaust, that's called a catalytic converter. And solve the problem. So the environmental wackos had to move on to another toxin, CO2. CO2, which is essential for plant life, is now the enemy. Think think of it. And I say this all the time. Please remember. Please remember this. <laughs> that they had to rebrand it. How did it become... Climate change, because global warming wasn't working. So if you've got to rebrand something, you know you're a phony. We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro with you on the eponymous show, brought to you this hour by Road Scholar Transport and the Camelot Restaurant and Inn in Waverly, their wild game dinner, six courses, next Wednesday the 24th. I can't wait. We'll be back. We're back. That's the Moody Blues. This date, January 19, 1973, the Moody Blues released their hit, I'm Just a Singer, in a rock and roll band. And uh, before that, we could use them today. President Dwight D. Eisenhower, that was the first presidential news conference filmed for television and news newsreels. Dwight Eisenhower allowed it. That was this date, 1955. And he took questions, and you heard some of his responses. We could use that kind of calm that understands and understood that conspiracies are real. Now, I view them just a little differently, and I believe correctly. 
you've got a group of people. They don't need to check in with each other. It's like they sent a song sheet out. And the song sheet, in this case, it's the primary education and it's the secondary and collegiate education of our youth, which is going on for decades. And it creates a number of assumptions which are incorrect but are widely understood. And they, they just act upon those faulty rationales and underlying fact patterns. They don't have to check in with each other. They don't have to conspire. They don't have to call each other and say, hey, we're... <laughs> there's only a few people at the top that actually do that. And this World Economic Forum, my brother Mike said, hey, explain it again. It's an annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, where members of the World Economic Forum and invited guests get together and have panels on, our, on the future of the planet in all aspects, governmental, environmental, health-wise, you name it. It's essentially a planning session for the world. And idiots that we have representing us, I mean complete, utter fools, like Al Gore, like John Kerry, take their private jets. By the way, you can't have a car, but each one of their trips is the equivalent of 355,000 cars driving for a month. But you can't drive the car. And they formulate policies which idiots like the left swallow, regurgitate, and try to put in place. That's what Davos is and what it does. And it's got a real impact. They own the Democrat Party in this country. They've got so many people who think like monkeys following this banana show. And they just move in that direction. No borders. Oppressor oppressed. Hands off the elite. Control of the regular people. And that's where they go. Body Shop Guy asks, is this a different meeting than Bilderberg? It's, it's the same concept, but it's, it's a public forum. You've all heard of the Bilderberg. Well, maybe you haven't. Those are, <laughs> they're actually intended, the Bilderberg-type meetings, to conspire. <laughs> they don't even hire, uh, they don't even hide it. Like Davos, they pretend that, oh, they're, they're just a group that's trying to help the world. The Bilderberg thing's much smaller. It's 120 to 150 people. European and North American only. It's not a worldwide group. 
And they plot and they scheme against you <laughs> and, and your future. Yeah. <laughs> and and that, that gets you, Bilderberg gets you closer to the evil that is directing this. Davos is, is, is sort of, I mean, think of it. You've got a disease in your blood. Davos is the scab that you can see. That's for lack of better comparison. We're going to take a break. We uh, want to hear from our great sponsors while reminding you Road Scholar Transport and the Camelot Restaurant and Inn hosting that amazing six-course wild game dinner this Wednesday, January 24th. Seating starting at 5. They're your hourly sponsors. We'll hear from our other great sponsors. We'll do our veterans tribute. The weather and Lorraine from Hazelton has a poem. We'll be back. We pay tribute to the veterans we lost last year. Earl Luan, Peckville, survived by his wife Elizabeth. They were married 68 years. Earl was born in troop, served his country in the United States Air Force. He then owned and was self employed with his own janitorial service. His children survive him in addition to his wife, as do grandchildren. Earl Luan, Joseph Lent, just 57, passed away in Salt Lake City, Utah, but born in Honesdale, one of 15 children. He leaves behind his wife, Suzanne, three children and three boys, 22 and a half years in the U.S. Army. Joseph Lent, Leo Monteforte, formal name Laborio, Pittston, PA, passed away December 1st, just four days after his 97th birthday. His wife, Marcella, known as Marty, were by his side, as were his children. He was a corporal in the United States Army during the Korean War, married to Marty for 70 years. They were inseparable. Daughter, son, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren survive Leo Monteforte. John Boyanowski, DuPont, passed away at age 76, December 13th. He was born in DuPont, Pittston Area High School, U.S. Army Reserves during the Vietnam War. Self-employed Mason, owner of John Boyanowski Masonry, DuPont VFW, Polish-American Citizens Club of DuPont, survived by his daughters and a granddaughter, John Boyanowski, our veterans for today. Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Ali Gallo. Today, snow this morning. It's going to continue into the afternoon, one to three inches, more like one in the Valley Cities. Three inches as you get higher in the elevations. It'll be about 28 degrees. Tonight, cloudy and frigid. It's going to get down to 13. i got to make a big decision on getting the beer and the wine off the back porch. Sat Now, by the way, the, so you know, the porch, it's not only fenced in. It's like three stories above the ground. So, you know, it wouldn't be ripe for me to steal it when I was in high school. So I'm, I'm aware of that. Saturday, cloudy, windy, and cold with snow showers likely. It'll be about 18. 
Then Sunday, a little warmer. Breaks of cloud and sun. Windy high of 26. That's your Weta from Ali Gallo. Bob Cadaro back with you here on WILK. So we've got a poem coming up from Lorraine. But we got Weekend Warrior. He is here to talk about the NFL weekend. And you know when you hear Jumpin' Jack Flash, it's Sid Hallinan. Sid, welcome. How are you? Good, Bobby. Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How was? How did you do last week? Uh, we were 3-3, three and three, Bob. We were 500 last well, week. Not I'm bad. Mediocre, but, uh, <laughs> but that doesn't mean we're not going to go at it again today. Oh, we're going at it all the time, buddy. <laughs> we're going at it all the time. All right, so what do you got? Um, what do you got for this weekend? What's coming up? All right, Bob, the first one on Saturday is uh, Houston at Baltimore. Houston is a 10-point underdog. Uh, Houston, I'll tell you what, the guy uh, D'Amico Ryans could coach, and and I expect Houston to really give Baltimore a tussle, but Baltimore reminds me of that old fighter Joe Frazier. You know, they keep coming, they keep coming, and you think that he gets behind in the fight. Well, by the end, he's standing there, and, and – I, I just think that's the type of team Baltimore is. They keep coming and coming, and they break it. I'm going to take Baltimore minus the 10. Wow, that's a lot of points. Well, and deservedly so. So Baltimore yeah. minus 10. Yeah, I mean, and I always say to people, when you're given double digits, it's unusual for NFL. And again, the, the points, that's not what they think they're going to win by. It's what they want to attract equal money on both sides. But, exactly. But 24-10, the game ends 24-10, you win. You win. Yep. That's what happened last week with uh, in the Buffalo game. And the Buffalo was, uh, I think, a 10-point favorite, and it was close at the end, and they end up winning 31-17, and yeah. they cover. All right, what, what else you got, Sid? Well, you got Green Bay getting eight at San Francisco. Green Bay's a great story because Jordan Love, he's the real deal. But I, I'm, still, I'm still a little skeptical of their defense. San Francisco – one week off, really like two weeks off, because they didn't really play their starters in that last game of the year against the Rams. It, it, it's the Niners. In my opinion, it's the Niners' Super Bowl to lose. This team is loaded offensively. They're great on defense. For as much as I would like to say Green Bay in an upset, I don't think so. I think Green Bay will be in it. But at the end of the day, uh, I got to go with San Francisco. And, and, and you know what, Sid? Whenever a team like Green Bay, comes out of nowhere and pounds a favorite, they usually have shot their wad, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's the truth. And and everybody will jump on that team, and then uh, the results don't end up the way they want them to. I know Ralph Romano is probably uh, – <laughs> I will of, never take the Dallas Cowboys again. One of our crack but, salesmen <laughs> and our old neighbor. All right, what else you got, Sid? Okay, on Sunday, Tampa Bay is walking into a, I don't know what you want to call Detroit. They're going to be rabid up there. Tampa Bay is getting seven. Baker Mayfield, it's the type of game that he might be able to shine because he always plays like he has nothing to lose. But Detroit right now, I mean, they're at home again. Um, God, you know, you keep sometimes doubting Jared Goff. But that offense of theirs is very good and very underrated. Other than the Philadelphia Eagle offensive line, their offensive line is outstanding. I'm going to take Detroit in an easy one here. I I, I don't think that game. I think What's Detroit giving, Sid? 
Detroit has given seven as of right now. And then they overcame their jitters. They overcame their first-round jitters. I think they're ready to play football now. Oh, I think so. I think so. And the last one is Kansas City at Buffalo. Buffalo is a three-point favorite. That tells you a little something about this game. Wow. Now, Mahomes, as long as Mahomes is on the field, they have a chance. They can, And I'm not saying they can't win this game. It's Josh Allen's time to shine in Buffalo. And I've told you all year, Josh Allen, I, I love watching Josh Allen. He can't make the mistakes that he's made in the past, but he has outplayed Mahomes in, in the three matchups over the last couple of years. I, I'm going to go with Buffalo at home. But if Kansas City won, I wouldn't be surprised because that pedigree is that championship pedigree, but I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. All right. All favorites for the weekend warrior, Sid Hallinan. Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit, and Buffalo. We'll, yep, we'll see how it, it wraps up. We, we love it. Okay, Bob. Thanks for having me. All right. Sid Hallinan, weekend warrior. We'll be back right, Bob. after Have this. a good weekend. You too, man. What was Ringo Starr, about 40 when he <laughs> sang that song? He would be uh, rightly arrested <laughs> in this day and age. You're 16. It was moved up to number five. This date, 1974. Maybe he wasn't 40. Maybe he was 30s. I don't know. Bob Kinnaro back with you on the eponymous program. I think we've got enough time. And Lorraine from Hazleton is with us. She's got a poem, and we're going to let her do it. Lorraine, how are you, darling? Oh, I'm hanging in. You know, I didn't get much on football, but I was pushed back a notch, but that's okay. I'll forgive you this time. <laughs> hey, Weekend Warrior comes, you know, that's his time slot. I just well. happened, I forgot for a moment. Well, that's nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, well, what my... do you got for us, my darling? You got a poem. Jeez, I forgot the poem. I don't even know where I put it. I'm only kidding. Yes, I do have a poem. And it's called <clears throat> Nowhere to Run, Nowhere to Hide. The coronavirus crept up on us, and it seemed to appear out of the blue. Our local government closed us down for quite a while. They told us that it was more contagious than the flu. Our lives were literally put on hold. It was like the day the earth stood still. No one could visit friends or or loved ones. We were being held captive against our will. The entire state of Pennsylvania was in the red. And the next step would be the color yellow. By this time, everyone was at wit's end. It was very difficult to remain somewhat mellow. Just when we thought our colors would change, it seemed as though the carpet was pulled from beneath our feet. Nobody knew what to expect week after week. We all felt our own personal defeat. Eventually, every county turned to green, but much of our lives still seemed the same because a lot of things didn't change very much, and now we're required to play a brand new game. Lorraine, 
Yeah. You're, you're, you're fighting the man with that poem, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, see that? Very appropriate. Well, we're, we love having you, and always, and we love your poetry. We love it. Yeah, well, you can, you can embellish more. if this, You know, if the snow keeps up, it'll stop snowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy we switched you from jokes to poetry. Save oh, your jokes boy. for Rob O'Donnell. Don't be throwing that stuff at me. You uh, hear me? I tell the jokes around here. Yeah, well, yeah, you are a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Fuzzy wuzzy. All right, that's for our friend Mark Mayer. Good, good. Yeah, no, it's, it, and it's for you, Mr. C. <laughs> Fuzzy wuzzy. Always our pleasure, Lorraine. Thank you, darling. Yeah, don't mention it. <laughs> okay, honey. <laughs> Lorraine from Hazleton with her poem. We enjoy them very, very much. And uh, reminding you, Road Scholar Transport, if you have unique shipping needs, Road Scholar's unique shipping solutions, dry van temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com and find out how this family company can either be the place that you work or the place that you work with, serving uh, within Northeast Pennsylvania or all of the Northeast United States. And then the Camelot Wild Game Dinner, six courses, coming up this Wednesday, January 24th, seatings at uh, 5 p.m. And I'm, I'm going to read the uh, menu next hour. And I can only read it once in a while because I start drooling and then I can't talk. So <laughs> hang with us on all of that. Yeah, the Davos crowd, the Bilderberg crowd, they just may be conspiring against you. We'll be back. Yeah, that is uh, the Pretenders. Number one hit in the UK this date, 1980. Brass in Pocket is the song. Bob Carroll back with you. Now, every day we choose what to finish with, and it's it's an hour off, and and uh, but it's going to be Kenny Rogers' Coward of the County. I like those story songs. They're pretty good. And I, if, if Springsteen wasn't such a socialist, I would have finished with the Born in the USA, which was number nine this date. We'll play it, but his silliness sort of, you know, tempers my enjoyment of his music. Uh at least my celebration of his music. Now, 1966, Indira Gandhi, chosen prime minister of India by the National Congress Party, this date, January 19th. All right, India has overtaken China to become the world's most populous country. China has created a demographic nightmare for itself with its decades of one-child policy, and now, and no immigration, by the way. People that don't aren't for immigration are mistaken. I must say it. Illegal immigration? Never. But legal immigration. And um, that's, that's the issue. By the way, uh, somebody texted in, public service announcement, Joe Biden is the worst president in world history. He sucks. 
<laughs> Another texter said, if the beer that I'm keeping on the back porch doesn't explode, it'll lose its carbonation if it hasn't already. Really? Even just, just if you keep it cold or maybe because of the changes in temperature during the day and whatever. All right. I'll, I'll, well, I'll have to taste it when I get home. I've got a, I'm going to do a podcast for my old friend, Tim Urich. Um, he's got a podcast with his daughter. Let's see what the heck it's called. Um, it's called control your cash. I'm probably the worst potential guest he has on there because I have none. <laughs> but but control your cash with Tim Urich. We're gonna we're gonna do that this afternoon after I get off the air. Uh, but what we're gonna do now is go to Clive from Beaumont. How are you, Clive? Well, I'm doing well, Bob. Real quick, the world population is which uh, which su- and- which which soup uh, supermarket parking lot do we find you in today? <laughs> Well, it's it's coincidental you say that. That's exactly where I'm at. I'm back here in the in the parking lot of uh, Weiss Market. I guess yesterday wasn't enough, so we had. Wait, to what come do back you do? Our... Every time it snows, you and the wife charge off to the supermarket, or what? <laughs> it sure seems that way, doesn't it? And that's that's the case today. Well, so, Clive, uh, Clive, the the Clives love fresh food. Oh, yes, yes. I just won't venture inside to get it. That's her job. But as I started to say, the world population is exploding everywhere, and boy, are we paying the price for it, and it's only going to continue to get worse. But the reason I called, we got snookered once again by the Republicans in Congress, this time the House of Representatives yesterday, where 112 Republicans joined with the Democrats to uh, pass a stop gas stopgap spending bill that did nothing to cut spending or even control it and did nothing to control the invasion across our southern border. So once again, we've been had by, in my case, my own party. I'm not, look, at when you don't have the votes, you either shut the government down or or you muddle along. I sort of think this is a muddle along year, Clive. I, I, we, we probably differ in that respect. I think the Republicans have to muddle along, demonstrate who we're against. A shutdown doesn't benefit because we the media is in total control of the, the party in power. I, we don't benefit politically, and it'll only hurt us in November. You're right. A shutdown is disastrous, but uh, well, it's not. Uh, it's disastrous politically. It would be the greatest thing in the world, in my book. Can Can you still hear me? Yes. Bob? Yes. I hear you. Oh, we lost them somehow. Well, a, a reporting from a supermarket parking lot near you. That's our guy Clive from Beaumont. But no, I, I think that uh, I don't think a shutdown is bad. We just don't control the media narrative. And the Republicans move back a step. By the way, I am against bipartisanship. Not with this Democrat party. There is no room for compromise with them on virtually anything. And we'll review that when we come back. uh, Because, oh, people that get together get things done. How many more laws do we need? 
Mr. Paul, our executive producer, said that to me 20 years ago. Do we actually need more laws? Everything they do has a damaging side effect. So, I mean, come on. Shut the government down. Cut it in half so we know where to cut. That's where I come from. Well, it's uh, the pro-life gang down there in D.C. today. Proud of all of them for for being there and, and saying what they're all about. I don't have a problem with the pro-choice. Uh, I disagree with them, quite obviously. But what we have in the Democrat Party is a party that worships abortion. I mean, they worship it as a founding, uh, uh, as, as a centerpiece of who they are. They worship abortion which is disgusting in and of itself. All right, we'll take a break. And uh, Brian Hughes with the news. He's ready for action. We're ready when we come back on the other side. Bob Cadaro will return with this Lollapalooza after the news. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 